I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 64 of the podcast. Happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please go hit that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the excitement that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. Okay, so far, I have been extremely fortunate to interview six Navy SEALs on the podcast. If you missed out on any of them, I highly suggest you go back into the archives and check them out. Today, however, I will have the honor of interviewing a gentleman who saved the life of a Navy SEAL. I'm talking about Mohammed Gulab, who protected and saved the lone survivor, Marcus Luttrell. Mohammed's son, Safi, will be joining me here as well to translate for his father. Mohammed does not speak any English. I will play a portion of his Arabic response to give you a good flow of the interview, but I have edited out some of it for quality reasons. If there are any Afghanis out there who would like to hear the full Arabic response of Muhammad, please reach out to me on Twitter at Alec Lace, and I will gladly provide you the interview in its entirety. Most of what you will hear right now is the translated response from his son, Safi. And please keep it locked in to First Class Fatherhood. I have many exciting guests that are coming your way, including best-selling authors Sean Parnell and Brad Meltzer. And coming very soon here, I will be interviewing Hall of Fame NFL superstar Deion Sanders. So please subscribe, lock it into First Class Fatherhood. You do not want to miss that one. All right, right now I'm going to hit a quick spot and I will be right back with my exclusive interview with Muhammad Galab. I'm Alec Lace and you are listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now is the first class father who saved the life of Navy SEAL Marcus Luttrell, a story which has been immortalized in the blockbuster movie Lone Survivor. Following a more than 2,000-year-old Pashwalali code of honor, he and his family protected Marcus Luttrell from the Taliban. He now lives in the great state of Texas, along with his son Safi, who is here to translate this interview for us today. It is my honor to say, Muhammad Galab, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you. All right, he said thank you so much. Okay, let's get this underway here. How many kids do you have, and what are the ages? I have I have ten children, and uh, the oldest one is uh, twenty six. Wow. Okay. How many boys and girls in the batch? Six boys and four girls. Man, I've got four children myself, and I think that's a lot. Okay. You got your hands full for sure. Uh, what could you tell us? What is the biggest difference between raising children in America as opposed to raising children in Afghanistan? Okay, well, um, a different thing uh, to, to raise your children here in Afghanistan. And here, um, if you raise your children here, so like in, if he's over 18, so he don't care about you. So he just doing his, his own thing if he's uh, over 18. But in Afghanistan, 
Like you teach him the way that you know in the religions, the thing that the cultures, everything. But um, they will never let you like you know to leave you alone. But in here, if you are like arrested here, um, they will leave you. In my oh. country, if you are over 18, it doesn't matter how old you are, you are. But uh, you just you know know everything, the culture, the religious, and everything. Were all the children present in the village when Marcus Luttrell was there? Yep. Yeah, the okay. kid was there, yeah. How did the children feel about an American being in their village? Um, they like, that time they were scary because uh, when there was an American came to the village, so I was, uh, the kids, the children were also uh, scared because they, they thought that the fire will happen. Okay, how many of your kids now live in America, and would they rather go back to Afghanistan? Um, three, the oldest brother and two sisters are in Afghanistan, the other, the, the seven, they live here. So they like here, but they still miss their country, you know, the, the, the culture, the, you know, the nature, the friends, you know, my, my, my family members, they still miss there. How have the children and your family been treated here in America and Texas in particular? Have they been able to practice their culture and their religion freely? We try. We try in order to teach him the culture and the religious and everything. We try to teach him because most of, most of the time they're in the school, like, you know, they're up long days there's the school, but uh, uh, we had a, a good Afghan community here, you know, so we teach him the, like, the religious, the way that, like, how life is going on in Afghanistan. Okay, let me jump right into this now. Let me give Muhammad a chance to explain himself. I understand that Marcus Luttrell and Muhammad are no longer communicating with each other. Please explain to my listeners exactly what happened here. What went wrong? Well, uh, I'm not like, you know, sad like that. Uh, I'm still, you know, able to talk to him, but he doesn't want to talk to me. Like, he, I, I think he's still my friend, but he don't want, like, you know, to talk to me and uh, when uh, we knew where we came here like you know he her uh, his wife is the told the government that he came here to kill us so like if you are the judges you know other people that is the judges like what what do you guys think like why they are not talking to us because everything is just about the money man that's heartbreaking and hard to believe now how much money and proceeds did muhammad receive for the movie lone survivor no we we're not any you know like, uh, not getting any money from the movie. He, he like, the thing, he was our, uh, my father's best friend at the time. He, he need us. He want us. The time, he was, he was a good friend of us. But right now, he's just like our enemy. But everything just can because he made a lot of money from the movie. When was the last time you spoke to Marcus? 2013, when the, the movies came out in, in, in Bollywood. What type of response did the movie have in Afghanistan? Did it cause more trouble for your family? What was the reaction like from the Taliban? Uh, when the movie came out, everyone knew that from the social media that he made a movie. And uh, the Taliban and other people, they challenged us. They just... Uh, put some letter on the mark, you know, like where we pray. They put some letter there, like they, 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 uh, they tell us like, uh, I know you, you just saved his life right now, you made a movie, you make a lot of money from the movie. And um, 
you know, so he, American will, will leave from this country, so what are you gonna do? So, what are you gonna do? Like, what, what, what will be your life? So, they always give us a challenge. You know, like, um, you know, they always try to attack us, but, uh, it, we was in the secure, secure area. Okay, if Marcus Luttrell was by some chance listening right now to this episode of First Class Fatherhood, what message does Muhammad have for him? What would he like to say to Marcus Luttrell? Okay, well, uh, my message, even my and my my dad message to Martin Luther, if he if he can hear me, right, right. If you think, I know he he uh, spent a lot of time in the, with the Navy in Afghanistan. I think he will know the situation of Afghanistan and everything. Um, my message to him: Why he didn't show up when we came to America? Because my father, my family, lost lost our our country, our our part of family. And um, our, you know, we lost our member of, of our family, and because of what, we saved his life. And right now we are in America, and you just still complaining about my my dad that he's he's here, you know, to try to attack me. If I was kill him, why I didn't kill in my country? Because I have I had a people, guns, everything I had in my country. Why I didn't kill you there? We are here, you know, because of you. You, we have in a difficult, in in a really bad, you know, our family is in a really bad situation in my country. Every time the Taliban, they, you know, give us a challenge, you know, like we will kill you, we will, you know, kill your family, but we move from one place to another, you know, every single month because of what? Because we save your life, and you, you do that like. This is like a ridiculous. Why you did that with us? You know, like we saved you alive. If you, my father was not in that time, you will never survive. You, you know, your children, your wife will be like in a being in a really difficult situation if you are if my father not save you alive. So that's my message to him. We are not complaining about him. You know, he's he my my father. He God he's still my best friend, but uh, he don't know, like, some people will give him some bad advice, but um, my father said he, he's still my best friend, but I don't know what, what happened to him. All right, it is now time for a word from today's sponsors, and I'll be right back with more of the action on First Class Fatherhood. Okay, knowing what your father knows now, and after everything that has happened to him and his family as a result of saving this Navy SEAL, would Muhammad still have saved Marcus Luttrell? Yep, my father, like, he will continue showing his, his hospitality, his culture, his personality, and everything if this happen again.
My father is ready to help him. All right. If I could get Marcus Luttrell to come on First Class Fatherhood, would Muhammad, would you be willing to come back on the show here and do an interview between me, you, and Marcus Luttrell? I will. Definitely, yes. My father, he said, I'll give you a lot of you know, information, like a big interview. <laughs> All right. I will definitely try to make that happen. Uh, is Muhammad friends with or does he have any connections to anybody in Afghanistan who wants to do harm to Marcus? No, 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 it, it, no, it's not, nobody will hurt him because he was our guest and we saved his life. If he, if somebody need a help like that, so we will continue our help, you know, like to do the, more than that. All right, let me switch it back over to some fatherhood here. How many grandchildren does your father have? How many grandchildren does Muhammad have? Uh, nine grandchildren. Wow, okay. Do they all live here in America? No, in Afghanistan. My oldest brother and two sisters, they're married in Afghanistan. Would they like to come to America or would they rather stay in Afghanistan? Uh, yeah, they want to come here because if they are in a difficult situation. I told you before, in every single month, they, they move to one village to another place, one to another place because the Taliban, they challenge him, challenge him. Okay, if there's something that I could do to help your father and your family, or if there's anybody listening that wants to help, what could be done? And uh, I lost my 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 home, my my house in Afghanistan. I lost my car and everything in Afghanistan. I have a right, you know, like you know, I I help with Americans, not only like I I will not say like a market. I help Americans. The government, you know, like he is our guest in Afghanistan. I help them, like it, it means like I help all the government, right? So I have the right. You know, for, like from the, the, the government, that they can help me, like, you know, to support my family, to buy a house for me, you know, to, to buy a car for me and everything. This is my, like, you know, biggest ambition from Americans to, you know, to help me, to support my family. Okay, I understand you have a GoFundMe account. Please tell my listeners where they could find the GoFundMe account and if they would like to contribute money to help, how can they do so? Is it on uh, my Twitter, you know, my father's Twitter? Is, is it there? So you can look at there. So if you want me, I'll send you the link. So you can share the, 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 your Twitter, you know. Uh, there's a page like, uh, just, you know, there's a guy, his name is Joe Fercho. You know, he made a fundraiser for us, for our family. So I just want to say thank you for, to him, you know. So he's a good guy. He's helping a lot to, uh, to our family. Not even here in Afghanistan also. You can find it on my Twitter. Okay, I would love to get Muhammad's take on one of these hot topics that's been trending recently. Muhammad, how do you feel about the Muslim ban that has been proposed by President Trump? Okay, well, uh, his feeling about when he, whenever he uh, hears the news, you know, in uh, my language, right, he always listens to the news. Correct. Um, his, he feels like people who want, the Muslim people, you know, every community, like, not like only uh Muslim, uh, uh, like the other religions, there's the good and bad people in everywhere, right? And, um, right, I agree. Yeah, he said, like, those people who want to come to America, they don't want to, like, you know, like, 
to uh, spread, uh, you know, like, you know, to hurt others because they want to be secure, you know, they want to be, like, in a, in a security area. They don't want, like, they don't want to, like, they don't want to come here, like, to fight with Americans. They, they are tired of, because that's why they came here. You know that, like, that's why they came, the Muslim people came to, to, like, to, like, the, like, not only United States, like, other, uh, other country. To be secure, you know, secure, not like they want to fight here, like, you know. So, those people who want, who try to come to the United States or other, other country, they just want to, you know, protect their life, not for fighting, because they are tired of fighting. All right, I've never been outside of the United States, so I'm not speaking from any experience by far here. But from what I've seen and what I have read about the Afghan culture, it seems like there's nothing there but a history of violence, fighting, war, and bloodshed. Do you wish that Afghanistan would adopt the American democracy as a way of life? Um, he said, well, Amer American democracy, you know, is a good to stay in Afghanistan, you know, for, for, for a while. Uh, in America to train uh, ANA, um, you know, for for a while. So Americans just go there, like went there for one reason to fight against the terrorists, which is the Taliban. And uh, the Taliban was told the government, if the American is is in uh, in Afghanistan, we will continue fighting. But this is just like they just stay. Even if American is in Afghanistan or not, so they will still fighting until they was. Uh, you know, until they're like, uh, where, where, when they're like one, you know, that, so, but this is like the uh, Taliban say, if Americans stay here, we will still continue fighting, but even, uh, but my father think if, if American is there or not, so Taliban will still keep fighting, but uh, if American training A and A, you know, they will, this will be like a barrel, then they can, if, if they want to come to, you know, come back to the United States or just want to stay here. But we need Americans to train up ANA. Okay, yeah, but what is the underlying reason for all the bloodshed? Is it, is it about territory? Is it about religion? I think the average American knows that, the, that it's a region that has always been at war, going back thousands of years, but they just really don't understand why. And what is all the fighting about? <laughs> Well, uh, this is like those people who, you know, fight in Afghanistan, they're trained by Pakistan and Iran. And, you know, training in the train is by Pakistan and Iran, yeah. So Pakistan and Iran give them money to fight in Afghanistan. For well, the main reason, Taliban want their own, their own government over Afghanistan. Okay, so it's more of the Taliban, the terrorists being a big bully and wanting control over the region then? Yes, sir. Okay, finally, I would like to ask Mohammed this. I'm not exactly sure of the range of listeners I'm going to have. I don't know how many Afghan fathers will be listening. But what type of advice could Mohammed give to the new father who has recently immigrated to America from Afghanistan?
my father uh, have a message to Afghan fathers. Um, he said, I will tell him like, do not go anywhere. Just stay in your country. You know, because the life is too hard like if you move to another country. But if they go, I will, you know, definitely tell them like, just follow the rules and do, do not hurt anybody and don't fight like because we are tired of the you know fighting you know in Afghanistan so don't party here do not say do not do any bad thing that is not a lot you know like uh, good in like you know with Allah and everything just follow the rules that's it I don't have anything and and raise your kids like the way that he that he you know raised in Afghanistan. All right, that's going to wrap things up here for me. That's all I got. I would love to have a sit-down interview with you guys at some point in time. Maybe we can make that happen between all of us. Uh, but for right now, I would like to say to you, Safi, thank you so much for translating this for us. And to Muhammad Galab, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, no problem. Thank you so much. You have a good one. All right, I would like to say I wish nothing but the best of luck for you and your family going forward. I'm Alec Lace. You guys have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. I will catch you next time. And please remember, guys, you may not get to always fly first class, but you are always a first class father. Tall as a tree, I saw feeling so